Yeah, what it is, world. Welcome to another episode of the Moss Talk Podcast. I am your boy JJ Moss, and I have another, and I say another, M Town legend on, on the show today. Um, this brother has been putting it down for a very, very long time. I'm talking about since shit, the early 90s. And I feel like a lot of people really need to stop bullshitting and get up on here, get up on what he's been doing, not only what he's done in the past, but what he's doing now. Like this brother has been doing this thing from mixtapes to collaboration projects with other artists, uh, compilation tapes, anything you uh, you can think of. This brother has done it, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that I got him on here, man. And not only he's not only known in the States, but this brother has music out in other countries. He's worked with other artists out in Germany and Berlin. So y'all need to really get familiar with this person right here, man. He is the boss man of 4R. And um, he's also one of the co-hosts of the Icon Academy podcast, something that I tuned into. Uh, one of the hosts of the Memphis Rap Offs. We're going to also get into that and a yeah. lot more. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone who's tuning in, listening, or viewing, welcome to the Moss Talk podcast, the one and only motherfucking Z Dog. What it is, OG? Hey, Give it up for me, man. <laughs> salute, salute, salute. What it is, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Just holding it down, man. You know, just trying to stay, you know, keep some shit going. That's all. I try to keep some shit going, stay working on something. Ah, oh, man. I, I see that, man. I see that because uh, even with what you got going now, man, you uh, you got you got a lot going on. What if it's singles like the one with uh, Nasty Nato? Stop playing with me. I, I, that's yeah. my shit right there. Like uh, you, you hosting shit. You got the verse. You got versus battles going on. It's like you got a lot going on uh, in your world, man. So you know. I just want to. I just want to say a big salute to you, brother, man. Mine, like, take that, man. You know, it's, you know, it's so, it's so kind of difficult to, uh, in this music game. Yeah. Other than just rap, so I try to stay because the internet. You know, we didn't have the internet when I was when I was coming up. Yeah. But I have learned how to work the internet. You know, so I try to keep some shit going all the time for the internet. You know what I'm saying? For real, I, I try to just keep some shit going for the internet, man. And that's exactly what I uh, I try to do with my platform. I got like I feel like you know what? In order for me to pop off with this, I gotta keep something going on. I gotta stay consistent with content. So you know, having you on my platform, you know, this is exactly what it is. Because I've had another, I had miscellaneous on here. Shout out to miscellaneous, man. Miscellaneous, my guy, man, for sure. I, I, I'm saying I've had Fiend from No Limit. I've had Young Bleed from No Limit. Mm -hmm. I had I've had Too Deep on here, man. I had a lot of people on here, and you saying so you been added to the list man so i just appreciate you for uh being on here man so we gonna we gonna start from the the genesis of z dog man uh let the people know man what, what part of the city you come from man i'm uh, i'm actually from fraser man but i grew up in raleigh i'm from fraser but i grew up in raleigh Ah, okay. Ah, so uh because I think I when I checked out uh I think when you all did uh interview MC Mac and uh y'all talk about going to Raleigh Egypt together. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So go way back. Yeah, so how was it, you know what I'm saying, for you a young man during that time growing up, uh growing up out there? Well, as a youngest youngster, man, Fraser, you know, I came up in the neighborhood that was you no know, drug infested, you know, a lot of people, you know. A lot of things going on, man. You know what I'm saying? At a young age, my dad was my dad was a known. He was known. My exactly. dad was real known when I was young. You know, I was known for like that's Big Hang's son. Everybody knew me when I was younger because my dad was like popular. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And coming up, man. So we moved from Fraser. I moved to Raleigh, man. I met a whole lot of good guys in Raleigh, man. I moved to Raleigh, man. Oh man. Now uh what kind of kid would you say you were? I was a uh the kind of kid you know my dad was a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. So everybody knew that. So I, I, I grew up man, I, I hung around a lot of I hung around a lot of the wrong crowd. <laughs> hey man, no, crowd. no judge over here, man. No yeah. judge, yeah, man. I no judge. I did I did that. Oh man. All right. So 
uh, I know a lot of uh, a lot of artists when they get into music, a lot of them uh, their beginning is the church. And now, was that for you, or like how did like how did the music end up really? You know, saying so you end up getting into the music. Was it the church, or was it just you know old school music, or you hitting around the house or anything like that? Well, I came up, my mom can sing, my daddy can sing real good too. So they used to be around the house every all every day. My my dad used to be singing all the time, man. So, I was I was known for, I was that kid that knew every song on the radio, man. <laughs> they, they say, let the song play. Because I knew all the words to every song came on the radio. With one word, I knew the next one coming on. It was like, I knew all the words, man, to everybody's songs, man, for real. And I was hitting they, I was like sounding like them. I used to mimic, I used to mimic artists on the radio, like Frank and Bellman Mays, Anita Baker, Prince, Mike. I used to mimic their voice tones and make me sound like them as far when I'm singing them. Damn. Yeah, it's like it's, it's safe to say you was born, you was born and you was destined to do this music thing. Yeah, right? of course. Oh man. So uh who were some of those influences for you rap-wise? Well, I came up uh LL Cool J. Of course. Uh I listened to Airbnb and Rock Them. Back in the days, man. I don't know if a lot of people might not know this guy, Kwame. Yeah, well, he had the uh, the part and the color hair and shit exactly, like that. Man, exactly. yeah. Had the polka dots. Yeah, yeah, of course. Man, of course. Exactly. I used to be bumping him too back in the days, man. Yeah. And in Memphis music, I can, I was a real fan of Skinny Pimp. Yeah, we definitely gonna, we gonna get we gonna we gonna get into the uh, the link up between you and Skinny Pimp. We definitely gonna yeah. get into now. Uh, were you in like when you in like high school? Were you pursuing music then, or was it like after? When I was in school, I was rapping. I was, rapping. I wasn't no, I wasn't that good. I didn't think, you know, but I was rapping. I really wanted to just into the music like that when I was in school. But I used to be singing and shit too. It used to be that when I was in school, it used to be this this singing group. It was like four guys like boys to me songs and shit, right? Yeah. And I used to just pop up out of anywhere. I used to stand in front of that stage and I used to sing that shit. <laughs> that shit, man. Uh, man. <laughs> I used to be fucking with them like, yeah, goddamn, I can sing better than y'all, motherfucker. You yeah. coming in busting that groove up and shit. <laughs> yeah. so I was all hood, nigga, so I wouldn't really want to sing this shit because I felt like that shit was kind of, you know what I'm saying? Soft. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But I could sing, though. All right. Now, uh, do you remember when you took, like, you decided to take it seriously? It's like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I'm gonna get this rap shit a try. When Skinny Pimp gave me five hundred dollars. Oh man, well, okay. <laughs> How did you end up linking up with Skinny Pimp? Okay, I had got kicked out of school. My mom had kicked me out the house. Oh shit. I went to Craig Mon. I had got kicked out of Raleigh. I went to Craig Mon, and I got kicked out of Craig Mon, and I moved back to Fraser. Mm-hmm started from and i used to be on the porch i used to be on the porch smoking blunts like every morning i used to get up i used to stay with my cousin i used to get up and smoke every morning but this guy used to walk past me every day i used to see him but every time he walked past he's like man what's up man what's going on he always spoke to me so one day he came through i said man you want to hit this blunt he's like yeah i said man we, was, we I, I went downstairs let him hit the blunt i'm like where you headed to he's like man, i'm gonna go down the street my brother finna open up a record store I'm like, cool. I said, man, who was your brother? He said, Skinny Pimp. I said, man, stop bullshitting. And this Damn. guy I met was Skinny Brother. His name is AK Kevin. My rap. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We're gonna get into that too. Yeah, so he's like, man, I'm gonna go down the street. My brother finna open up a shop, man. My his, his name is Skinny Pimp. I'm like, man, stop bullshitting. I'm already a fan because I ain't You know what I'm saying? I don't I motherfucker stayed out all night to go see Skinny Pimp in the gym one night. You know when I was younger, yeah. I even met him, and I'm like, man, I was excited to go down there to meet him. You know what I'm saying? So, goddamn it, we walked all the way to Skinny Shop smoking. You know what I'm saying? I met Skinny the first time that day from his, through his brother Kevin. Oh man, so did you were in a rapping form or like you like a little small audition? You just start flowing for him and shit. Man, he asked me, Do I know how to rap? I said, Yeah, I know how to rap, and I kicked some little bullshit to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, he like he like he liked it though. I guess he liked it, my voice talking. My voice has already already been different. People always say I talk different, sound different. 
I guess he liked my voice tone, man. He like, man, what's your name? I told him my name was Iggy Pop. I used to be calling my I double G Y Pop. I used to be saying that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he was like, yeah, I told him my name was Zerg. He like, man, my name Derek. I'm like, yeah, my name is Zerg. You know what I'm saying? We just, we just clicked like that there, man. All right. Now, uh, okay, once you end up, did you actually end up signing with uh Skinny Pimp? No, man. Skinny like is my my uh my big brother, man. I never signed, I never signed no paper to him, man. It's most it's mo it's based off like loyalty, man. So basically it was a brotherhood between yeah, y'all. It's it's more it's most of a brotherhood loyalty thing, you know, for sure. Okay. Now, once you started to link up with him, is this when you and AK started to put out y'all stuff? It took a minute. It took a minute. Skinny, skinny one just put me on too much stuff. I basically started off being Skinny's hype man. Oh, so yeah, you, you started from the bottom for real. Yeah, because you know, like I told you when I was young, I knew everybody's songs. Everybody's songs on the radio. So with Skinny for performing, I knew all his shit. I knew all his fucking words. He was kind of, you know, that he that, that I think he was kind of shocked by that too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you a fan, shit. Yeah, man, I knew how to motherfucking, I wasn't afraid to perform. Oh, man, so how was that for you, someone that you, you know what I'm saying, you bumping, you listening to, and you, I'm saying, you bumping, and now you're better to perform with them and be they hype man, and then you basically, it's like you, you he was kind of grooming you, you know what I'm saying, to be what you are now. What yeah. you, like I said, you started from the bottom, and like, what, what would, how was that? It was great, man. It was great. It was a great experience, man. And I appreciate Skinner giving me the opportunity to do that because we used to do shows. He like, Z-Dog, go out there and get the crab hype from me. Go out there and start it. And I'm like, yeah, everybody put their hands in their eyes, man. We got any people here, man. We're looking for the motherfucking chewing, man. You know what I'm saying? And I used to be hyping this shit, you know what I'm saying? And he come out and kill it, man. You know what I'm saying? And he he liked it that, man. I couldn't wait till, I couldn't wait till he put me on a song, man. I was just yeah. for my day to come, but you know, it, it came. All right. And when and when did that opportunity uh approach? Well, I think we was working on the Give Me Some Dungeon album. And we just mine. He I had wrote some shit, skin it. He, he wanted to approve of it first, because skin mm -hmm. he's a perfectionist. Yes. He he make sure everything right. So I, I wrote one rap, he liked it, but he liked mine. Let me write you something right quick. See, a lot of people don't know this. When I first started, I used to write my shit, but Skinner wrote me like four raps when I first started. He only he wrote me four raps. And I learned them so fast because I'm so I, I pick up shit so quick. When mm -hmm. he wrote it, when he wrote it for me that day, I learned it that day. He like, damn, man, you learned that shit so fast. You feel me? And I kicked it, man. You know, he wrote me a rap, you know, and I put it down. And it went from there. I just really started writing my own shit. I, I was putting his cadence in my, using my cadence too with heels. You know what I'm saying? And just man, it went from there. And he just, and then after that, he just started putting me on everything, man. It was like man, I was like, I became a new member to give me some. Give me some family. Like I became yeah. a new member, man. Everybody was like, man, you bumping, man, you bumping, you bumping. You feel me? Now. uh with you being part of the Give Me Some family, like how was that for you? Like you, uh, when basically that that album came out, mm -hmm. and you know people hearing your voice and finally get to hear, I'm saying, got, finally get the chance to hear Z, and like how was that for you out through the city? You know, what I'm saying people like uh, reacting to your music and reacting to your verses and shit like that. How was that for you? It was, it was, it was, it was mine. It was life changing. My people that I went to school with couldn't believe it. You know, and man, it, it it took me off, man. It took me, it no, it man, it exploded, man. Everybody was showing me love, like they couldn't believe it, man. They like, damn, man, look, Zeri, we went to school because my rap was skinny pimp. You know, skinny pimp was fucking hot doing those. Yes. Times, man. In '94, '95, that's when I got with him. He was like, blown. what was that, uh, King of the Players Ball and shit like that? Man, hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm, I was born in '89, but you know, I, yeah. I, I make sure I do my research on my mission. I got with Skinny like a year and a half before King of the Players Ball came out. Mm -hmm. I was with him for like for a whole year and a half before they even came out. 
Yeah. You so was under the tutelage, man. You was under the tutelage. So uh, now right after uh, the Give Me Some uh, family uh, dungeon album drop, uh, is that when, um, like, when did you and AK start release y'all stuff? Like, was this around the same time? Yeah. It took a minute because I was all me and Kevin always rapped together because he's like that's why that's how I met Skinny through him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's best friend. Yeah, that's, like, that's my name. But we wanted Skinny to put us on do all solo tape because everybody was doing their tapes. Everybody was doing tapes except me and Kevin. You know, we like man, we gonna do all. And Skinny like man, look, y'all bring me one hundred and seventy five dollars back in ninety five, ninety six, one hundred seventy five dollars. That was a little money. <laughs> So we gave him $175, man. We came up with a man, the money each, you know, we pieced up on some money and came up with it, gave the skinny, and he put us in the studio, man, and did us a tape. He had DJ Paul come there and talk yeah, on Yeah, yeah. You know, I was coming up with shit, and they, you know, they, they was liking that shit, man. I was so happy that we was able to do a local tape, man. Now, for those who may not be old enough, Mm -hmm. uh, really don't have the resources to do the research on how it was doing it in the mid nineties in the Memphis underground scene. Describe to those how was that? How was it like? How was that shit doing the time, man? Well, it wasn't that many artists out. Like it's like a it's like two hundred rappers in Memphis now. Yeah, and back then it was like fifteen. You know, it was like three six mafia, skinny pimp, DJ Zerk, criminal mind. You can really basically count them on your hands and told Al, Al Capone and shit like that. A ball MJG. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it wasn't that many rappers back then. It was, but it wasn't like it is now. It's the whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. Hey man, so back then it was the Gimme Song family was popping. The Gimme Song family was one of those groups. That stood out in Memphis. All right, man. Now talk about. I'm saying. I'm saying. How did the uh, the song "Keep It Real" come about? And you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about what led to that. Well, the "Keep It Real" song came about. We, we was at Forty Street Records when Skinner signed to Forty Street in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I signed to Forty Street. Signed to Forty, and um, you know, I was I was always Skinner hype man. Like I tell you, told you. And I was like his right hand man. When you saw Skinny, you saw Z Dog. Mm -hmm. When you saw Z Dog, Skinny was somewhere near, you know. So I was in the studio with him. He's like, man, I'm gonna put you on a song. Just write something. I wrote something. He liked it. And man, I was so I was so happy they put me on it because he was signed to a label, mm -hmm. you know. And they was like, man, I want to put Z Dog on it. And I was like, on, I was like one of his only partners that was with him that was on that album. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big thing too, man, to even put me on there. And there was other people that was, you know, that was able to do get on there that didn't get on there. And I was just happy that they put me on there and they liked the verse I came up with. So you was very appreciative of that that opportunity. I can I can tell, man. I yeah. can tell. And with that, that ended up leading to you going on motherfucking tour, man. How was that experience? How was that experience? That's another moment I you know that I will never forget because there was other guys that Skinner was messing with. There was, I felt like could have went on tour before me. They deserved to go more than, you know, more than I did. Mm -hmm. Cause we, we, we had OG Lil said, motherfucking Big Hill, his brother. We had 211. All them guys been with Skinner forever. But he took me. And I appreciate him taking me. And we went on tour, man. That was like, that was an experience I'll never forget. Man, you, I'm saying y'all on there with new edition, you know. Yeah. Sweat, like y'all going across the country, touring, man, tearing it down, man, putting on for the city. We was on tour, man, for some months, man, with new edition, Gerald LeVert, Keith Sweat, 702 was there. Man, you know. It was it was it was amazing, man. We was going every night. We would do a show every night in a different state, man. Every night we would jump on to a bus, and do a show, jump on to a bus, go to another state, do another show. You know what I'm saying? See, in the contract, it's like Bobby Brown would perform at the big coliseum or the big stadium, or whatever state we was at. And we would we in the contract, me and Skinny would perform at the after party. 
Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's what we perform at, but Bobby Brown, them heads to come to the after party and introduce us to the stage. Like, yeah, we got Skinny Pimp and Z-Dolph and they come to the stage. So they was introducing us every night in different places, every after party, every after party, we a rap. You know what I'm saying? So we was, that shit was amazing, man. That shit was amazing. One night, let me tell you this one story. One night. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> One night we was in Miami. I think it was a club in Miami somewhere called the Boom Bostic. It was like a reggae, like a like a um, Jamaican type club. Mm-hmm. But Whitney Houston came in that night, oh, and Brown was on the mic talking and shit, right? And she was trying to pull him off the stage, and he like, "Well, y'all, I gotta go. The show is over." I'm like, "We ain't rap yet, though." <laughs> you oh, feel shit. me? Wow. <laughs> I'm like, we ain't rap yet, though. Bobby Brown was trying to end the fucking show early. Like, hold on, bro. We ain't rap yet. So he ended up, Whitney Houston ended up putting him out to the club, and they ended up fucking leaving. And I guess he thought the whole crowd was going to leave with him, right? But yeah. they didn't. They stayed to watch Skinny Pimp and Z-Dog, man. The fans still stayed to watch us after he left. Oh man, I was kind of—I felt some type of way because I was like, "Damn, man, Bobby Brown trying to end out so early, man." You know, I was slick mad. I feel some type of way too. Yeah, I'm like, man, he trying to end out so man early, man. We ain't not rapping to our thing. I was—I felt some type of way that day. Yeah, I would have felt some type of way too, man. Because like, like, hey, I'm saying this is this this is business. This is our job. We came here to put on the show. Like, you trying to end it for? You trying to mess up our money? So you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Matter of fact, me and Skinner was just talking about this story, man, about a couple of weeks ago, man. That shit was crazy as hell, man. For real. Now, cause uh, cause you had you, you guys went on tour what what around '97? It was like '96, '97, '97. I think it was '97 when that, when New Edition had came back and they did that major land big tour. Yeah, yeah. Now, but yeah, with them, we I was on the bus with Tina Brown, man. Matter of fact, I was on I was on a tour bus with Bobby Brown's sister, Tina Brown, and Coop. Coop B. I think he had he had a sister named Coop or something crap too. Oh man, she this now nah, this is a lot of shit that I, I did not know. Yeah, they, they matter of fact, they wanted to fucking sign me. Oh, whoa, whoa. Now, how did that come about? Just on the tour bus, me rapping and shit on the tour bus, you know, just me coming up with shit and me being myself rapping and shit. You know, so they wanted to, they thought I was signed, they thought I was signed to skinny pimp. They like, man, are you signed to Skinny Pimp? And I was like, no, I'm not signed to him. I just didn't, I just didn't sign to them because they had artists on the bus with us too that was signed to Tina Brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had, I, to me, I had more than them. I had more money than them. I had more shit going on than them. I'm like, why the fuck? Why and you, were, you ain't on contract. Yeah, and I'm not on contract. But why would I want to sign to y'all? And I already got more than your artists. Exactly. So that, I didn't do that. And then, you know, I told you, it's loyalty with me and Skinny. You feel me? Man, for real. So I ain't finna leave my nigga. You gonna sign both of us or what? You gonna take me with him or, you know what I'm saying? Then I wasn't gonna do it in the motherfucking way because I had, most, I had more than them anyway. Exactly. Like, I'm not finna be in that predicament. Like, I got more than what your artist got. And I'm not even on no paperwork. So why would I want to put myself in that position? Man, exactly. Now, Timeline, like you, you go from, you know what I'm saying, you going for being in the Gimme Song family. You doing your thing on these tapes. Mm-hmm. And you go end up going on tour, and we going into what ninety eight. What's next for Z Dog during this time? Uh Skinner was still dropping. Oh, he came out with the two thousand rap dope game. I remember. You know, I'm, I'm still fucking with Skinner every day. That's my guy. You know, do the do the ups and downs. Do the ups and downs. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. So he did the uh, King of the Players Ball album with three six now. Mm-hmm. And we went did all that. He did the Forty Street, and then the year two thousand came. He did the rap, uh, two thousand rap dope game, and he took me to MVP Studio. Man. I was with Skinny all the time, and uh, he was in a Skinny was in a studio doing this song called Bar None, and uh, he had three verses to it. It really felt a bit Skinny on the song by himself. But Skinner was in the studio rapping his verse, and MVP was recording him. And I was outside in the, in the studio with MVP just writing a verse. And he's like, Man, Z, let me hear your verse. You got MVP asked me that. And I said, I kicked my rap to MVP 
MVP stopped Skinny in the studio and said, hey, Skinny, come on out right quick. I think you need to hear some talk. And, and Skinny came out the, out the booth and said, see, all the million rap your MVP say you just wrote. So I, kept, I was kicking it to him and shit. He like, Mike, come on, you get the second verse. I'm like, what? All right, let's do it. You hear me? Damn. And so he put me on the second verse, man. And I was thankful for get on that song. That song right there, man, everybody know me from that verse. Now, you had mentioned uh, earlier that, you know, there were people who are who was in the clique already, mm-hmm. like right before you and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. was it, like, did anybody feel like any kind of tension towards you? It was like, oh, why the fuck are you putting this nigga on the song and feel like, damn, we've been here before him. Like, damn, why he get to go on tour? Like, was there any tension towards you or anything like that? Motherfuckers had animosity towards you? No, because if I had some money or whatever we had going, I, I fuck up with my and like Gene, Lil G and them, the Ski Man Troopers, AA, Big Hill, 211, Big Debo, Lil Debo. It was like, if I got it, goddammit, you got it. We was like, nigga, taking care of each other. So y'all was a real family. Hell yeah. So it was no love loss. It was never no, oh, no, looking upside my head sideways because I did this or we did this. We, we all knew what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had some shit going on at the time. Anyway. Now, with you being basically, you always gonna be loyal to skinny. Mm-hmm. That, you know what I'm that's not even like you never had to question that loyalty. When does Z Dog break off and start really doing his own thing? Well, I think it was 2000 and something, three or something. Skinny stopped the Gibbon song, just really stopped recording, man. You know, Skinny just stopped recording the Gibbon song for a minute. You know, we was not going to the studio. We did one last CD and it was called The Bad Guys. Mm-hmm. And we did it at, uh, at the Big Four Studio in Memphis. That was like the last city we did, man. And it's just, man, I was like, I can't sit and wait around to somebody take my career off. I can't sit and wait on Skinny to get us back in the studio. I can't sit and wait on Skinny to do some shit for me. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck that shit. I want to get my own studio. I started my own label. I got my own group of guys. I got my brother and them. My brothers and, my, and some guys from Raleigh. I started my own thing because I can't sit around and wait for Skinny to do something for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm already deep into this rap game shit. You feel me? So I can't sit and wait for him to do it. I got to do it myself. Now, when you, when and is this when you started 4R? Yep. Now, it's, now you say around 2003, and you've been doing this since the early to mid 90s. Mm-hmm. What were some of those things that you had learned? That you applied to your own situation so uh, so far. So Skinny showed me a lot. So when I started my label, man, I was I, I was really going off a lot of well, I saw they called and skinning them do off their foundation, but I was trying to do it the right way. I was making sure I focus and got treat them right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I used to learn from a lot of people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I applied the minds in the right way. Like if I get some artists, I'm gonna make sure I pay them right. <laughs> I'm, gonna sure, I'm gonna make sure I do this. I ain't gonna do what they did. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I apply a lot of they 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 taught Skinny taught me a lot, man. He taught me about the business and all that. I he showed me how to month. I was I used to watch Skinny record and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I always took heed to and when I was in the studio with them. So when I got my own studio, it was like it wasn't hard for me to just fall right into it you knew what to do yeah i knew what to do because i was already in it and really the guys that i got on my group on 4r was my brothers it was my it was my brothers so they mm-hmm. was you know, they was they they listened to me and followed suit with me because they knew they know that z-dog is not going to no dead end so i'm not because i'm not leading you to one because i'm not going to no dead end exactly so you know it, it went it went real well man now you are now we're getting into um, like the mid two thousands and game definitely it was a game changer. Yeah. It got to the point where you know bootleg CDs people wouldn't sell the units like that no more, and then this is when the mixtape era uh, had came into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, was you able to adapt to that very quickly? I was man, because I like I said I had my own you know, 
And I was just making mixtapes. I used to be just rapping to other people's beats and putting out CDs. Rapping to other people's beats and putting out CDs. Yeah. I, I even hear any pimp come to the studio get some of my stuff. That's one thing Skinny always congratulated me on. He says, oh, you like the only motherfucker that didn't sit around and wait and start your own shit. And he 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 loved that, man. Every time I asked him to come get on one of my mixtape songs and one of my CDs, he showed up, bro. Every time, every time. So it, it was cool, man. I was just dropping mixtapes at that time, putting out CDs and trying to get up shows and shit. It was hard because it was transitioning from, from us selling tapes out the trunk to the internet. Yeah. So it was like I had to fucking recreate myself because it was coming from the us selling trunk to the internet. It was like, damn, don't nobody know me. <laughs> I feel like don't nobody know me. You felt like a new artist. You felt like a whole new artist. I was. I was, bro. I was, Jay. I was I was a whole new artist, man. I was a whole, it started right then. I pressed the reset button. And I became a whole new fucking artist, bro. Because back in the days, I used to be singing. This is what Paul, this is what DJ Paul the Skinner told me one night. This is in the 90s. Mm -hmm. They said, Z Dog, come on out the booth, man. We ain't singing. Cause I was in the booth. It was my turn to rap on this on this CD on this, on this song on the uh, Z Dog AK tape. But mm -hmm. I was there singing, rapping. I was harmonizing my words like they do now. But I was you, doing this in the nineties, right? You were ahead of the curve. You was ahead of the curve. Yes, I was already doing this. But since that day, they told me to come out the booth. We ain't rapping. I never sung no more until two thousand like three four. And when I was start doing my own thing, I was singing on every fucking thing. Because I had been saving this shit from the 90s. I'm like, I've been wanting to kick these birds. I've been wanting to kick this shit. But now since I got my own thing, I can do what the fuck I want to do. So I was singing on everything, man. And they was like, Z-Dog, man, you need to stop singing on shit, man. You singing on everything. I'm like, nigga, you just don't know. I've been holding this shit in. Oh, man. It's like, it's like. Yeah, you definitely headed the curve. You was definitely yeah. headed the motherfucking curve, man. This is what I'm talking about. Like, I to to all my uh viewers and my listeners, I hope y'all are paying attention and listening to this brother, man. Like, he has a a, a long legendary career. Like, this is what this is what we call longevity. This is exactly what we call longevity. Now, uh, now you're doing your thing uh with the mixtapes. This is we in the uh, mid two thousands and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Who are some of the individuals that you end up linking up with, like outside of your camp? Uh, man, I was, I, I was, I was, I, I was working with so many people, man. I had my studio on Raleigh, and I was just putting everybody in Raleigh that rapped on my music, man. If you rapped and you was Raleigh, I was like the only dude in Raleigh that had a studio. Damn. And it wasn't that many rappers in Raleigh that I was doing. It was MC Mac from Raleigh. You know what I'm saying? But I was in the I was in Raleigh in the trenches with a studio, and I was just putting everybody, all the guys that was around me on music. and I was turning I was turning guys into rappers. There's some guys right now, a lot of guys out there right now, that tell you I made them some rappers. Cause I, they I was, wasn't doing it at first. No, I was I was showing guys a different way, and it showed me. And I was just putting all guys on. I really wasn't working with too many people outside of Memphis back then. When I was doing my thing in the 2000, 2003, 2004, I was just putting guys that was around me that was fucking with me. I was just putting them on shit. Now, as we getting into uh, we 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 getting into almost the 2010s, and the, mm -hmm. that's when, of course, they say every five years the game changes, and we mm -hmm. definitely saw a big change. And that's when we got the more melodic sound and music that we a lot we hear today. Yeah. With like you either was radio singles and stuff like that, like like how has Z Dog been able to consistently recreate himself? Me me changing my style, that helped me a, a whole lot. Because if you listen to my earlier earlier raps, it don't sound like nothing I rap like now. No, no, no. Because me changing my style took me farther like like man where I am now because I felt like if I keep that 96 style it's gonna be stuck there 
I have to, it's new kids born every day. It's new ears coming every day. I need to get them new ears. So the only way to get them new ears is create your re recreate your style. Every time a new motherfucking float style come out, I need to change fucking with it. I just change my, I use my old style and add their new style with it. I already been saying it. I've been doing that. So they doing that right now. I already been doing that. You've been on it since the nineties. Been on that since the nineties. This era is nothing. That's my lane now. It's nothing new. It's, it's nothing, nothing new. Been doing it, man. Now, we uh, I'm saying we've we've seen a lot of things transpire in the in the hip hop in, in hip hop, man. Like whether if for the good or bad, man. Mm -hmm. As of right now, how do you feel about the industry? <clears throat> well, I'm independent, so. Where, from your from your from your view like like how do you look at it it's it's uh they don't want they ain't looking out for talent they're looking for no talent you don't have to have talent you don't have to have no talent they ain't looking for talent they want to see who can motherfucking the numbers on the internet who can mind entertain the best you know because back then it was like i got talent in this shit. i can make it out the hood i got talent but now you don't even have to have fucking talent you gotta be entertaining. Get them numbers up on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and shit. You don't even have to know how. You know it ain't about. It ain't the same no more. And you know what? I concur. Like I 100% agree because even if like you look at how these labels pick artists now, mm -hmm. first thing they're going to is your social media. How many followers they got? I know. Not looking at what kind of song you putting out with, or what's the message, or what kind of project you putting out. They looking at your, they looking at your numbers. They looking at your SoundCloud numbers. They looking at your, like how many, like what kind of, what kind of gimmicks you coming with? What kind of tactics are you doing? Are you, are you trolling? Are you pulling the six nine? And mm. you know, it's sad. I have to say, it. it's actually it's sad because it's so much talent out there. And it, and then and then one thing I hate is a lot of people feel like you know a talented artist, um, they feel like a talented artist is not gonna work hard. Like no, it's a lot of talented artists who got the work ethic and the talent. It just messed up that they're getting overlooked because this person decides to be he wants to be a character or mm -hmm. he want to be a character. Yeah, you're right. And it's sad. Now, has. The independent route always been a route for you, or have you always been looking like? Have you ever been like approached by like any labels and like, hey, we want to get you over here? Yeah, at first, you know, I was right at that. I was right at that timetable where I was about to like take another level in the, in the music game, like in stores and all that shit. And when the internet hit, the internet hit real hard. Like I say, I had to re press the reset button. Mm -hmm. So. It cut me short on me really making it at the time to recreate myself. And uh, I had a few labels want to fuck with me, but I always want to do my own thing. Because when I was with Skinny, we had this lady, this dude came and gave us a, they wanted to sign us. But they gave us a contract like this thick. Ooh. And I was like, man, we ain't signing this shit. That's my fault. You don't got, you know, that's too much. You can just tell me in the fruit papers, fruit sheets is what I want to know. It don't take that much. It takes like <laughs> two by two sheets. <laughs> you feel me? It and they, I'm pretty sure they was banking on like they ain't finna read all this shit. They just gonna sign it. Yeah. Nah. And I'm already. I'm, I'm. I think a lot, man. You feel me? And I'm like, man. Look, if it ain't benefiting me, why the fuck I won't do it? You know, I ain't dumb at all. I ain't dumb at all. So I was like, I always want to do my own thing. I want to control my own thing. I want. Do my music when I want to. I want to drop it when I want to. I just want to control because I'm a boss and I want to do it when I want to do it. And and that's and you know what and that's like the beauty of it today. I may and I sometimes I may you know may rant a little bit because you know uh now I'm not a fan of everything. I'm not finna sugarcoat it. I'm not a fan of everything that come out. But one thing I'm not finna do is be no hater towards how they get me because it's such it's so much easier now. Yeah. Because I see a lot of artists still got this put me on mentality. Put yourself on with all these outlets that you got, you can do it yourself. These people out here, you got all that money, put your money behind yourself. Why do you want to go to a label and have a label put their money behind you? And they still, you know, that, that's dumb. If you already got money, put yourself on because once a label put their money behind you, goddamn, you owe them. You owe them. You in the red. You in the red for a long time. 
why don't you put your cell phone? See, that's what I do. I put my cell phone. I put my own money behind me. I do my own shit. Exactly. I don't need no money to put their money behind me. I just, I, I just probably need a distribution deal or something. I can do everything else my damn self. Exactly, man. Like that's why I be trying to tell some of these young artists. Like they be looking for like looking for somebody. Hey, man, can you do this for me? Like, nah, man, do this for you. Do this yourself. Like you, it's just like at this point, you don't even need a studio. You got people recording whole projects off their phones. They just want that name. They just want that name. Oh man, I'm signed to I'm signed to uh Sony. I'm signed to uh, they just want that name. I'm signed to Atlantic. I'm signed to Dev Jam. They just that's all they want. They just want that name, man. And that name gonna fuck you. No Vaseline. You hear me? I'm trying no Vaseline. So Liz gonna do you good. Now, have you uh have you basically gave advice to a lot of artists? And you like trying to warn them, like, hey, don't do this. And then they still did it anyway. And then they had like a damn Z, I should have listened to you, mom. Well, I, I that never happened to me, but I do give a, a lot of advice. Stuff, you know, I only can give my advice, I can't make them do it or listen, but I do give advice to a lot of a lot of cats, man, a lot of artists that rap. I do give advice to them, man. You know, I can't, it's different, you know, different for everybody, you know. Yeah, it is. If if a if a deal come, if it's right, sign it. You know, if it's right, sign it. You know, so I you know I do give advice, but I can't tell a person what to do with their life. I just you know I only can speak on minds, minds, mm -hmm. you know? But yeah, now, talk. Let's talk about uh, back to ninety six. What was your thought process behind creating that project? I wanted to take it back to nineteen ninety six. So when I did that back to nineteen ninety six album, it was like two thousand and something. They, that 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 old school Memphis sound, one too many rappers putting out albums like that. And I was like, man, we need the album that sound like 96. So let me do an album, I'm gonna call it back to 1996. And I wanted to be with all school, all old school sounding beats. I wanted to sound old school type of hooks. I'm not even gonna sing on this shit. I'm gonna rap my old type of style. I'm even gonna be fucking up sometimes. <laughs> I wanna have that 96 feel, you know what I'm saying? For real, so that's that was that was all I wanted. I wanted to take it back to 1996. I just wanted some fans to hear some stuff we were doing in '96 that I feel like that at the time it was a good thing to put out. Man, let me ask you this: Would you would you be would it be safe to say that as of right now, Memphis got this rap shit right now? Yes, it's about yeah, man. Memphis on fire. And so basically, like, I because I love it. I love it. I love this. I love the scene. I love the spotlight we got right now. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I interviewed Miscellaneous, and, you know, he's he agreed with me too. But he also we spoke about, you know, you know, a lot of these these youngsters, you know, you know, they sitting there beefing with each other and they worrying about the wrong stuff. And just like Miscellaneous said, if we're gonna look if we're gonna end up looking up, that spotlight gonna be go back to Atlanta, back to Cali, back to New York. And and I don't I don't like that because just like I was uh speaking out with him, like mm -hmm. look at how okay, the so-called I guess beef between Gotti and Dolph, mm -hmm. how that pro their problem trickling down to their artists. Like I don't get that. I, I don't know, man. See, I can't I can't speak on that because I don't know. I don't know because I don't get into that, man. I don't get into that stuff. You know, I I just let them do them and I do me. I don't know. I just know Memphis. I ain't just start being on fire. Memphis been on fire since the nineties. If we hit the nineties, if we hit the internet in the nineties, it'll be the same. Thing. We can have the rap game on lock still in the nineties. It's been on fire. It's just we got the spotlight now. The spotlight is the internet. Mm -hmm. It ain't the bright lights. It's the internet. That's the spotlight. If we hit that spotlight on us like the internet, then we we'll have the rap game then. Yeah, Memphis been on fire, man. For real, you can ask some of your rap right now who's they, they favorite artists they'll tell you my like gucci might say skinny pimp is your favorite artist mm-hmm and yeah he, he said uh skinny pimp project pack and shit like that so, it's yeah. on five man memphis been on five man and it's been motherfuckers beefing with each other since then memphis been beefing with each other since then man. one of my best friends right now dj Kirk, man skinny was beefing with him back in the days I, you know what i'm saying we yeah. want we want around around Zerk. I want riding around playing Primo. I want riding around playing this. 
Because why would I be playing them and skin is in two with them and I fuck with skinny? Exactly. That was, that's disrespect. Yeah. But as I've grown, we put all that stuff to the side, man. And Zerk them has become one of my best friends. And uh, then you guys been ho- uh, saying been hosting, I'm saying the podcast together and stuff like that. So you know, yeah. so I yeah. say big salute to DJ Zerk, man. Yeah. Uh, how did uh, Icon Academy come about? It was an idea that Zerk did, and he like, man, we, I think we should do something, a podcast. So I'm like, cool, man, I can, I can make it happen. I'm, I'm that type of guy, I make it happen. And so he's like, see, I'm gonna come to you. I can't see you because I know you speak your goddamn mind. You ain't scared to say shit. <laughs> so you're the perfect person. And I'm like, cool, man. You know me, nigga. Let's do it. He's like, man, but we need a name for it. You know what I'm saying? So I said, I'm gonna hit you up tomorrow, man. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna come up with a name for it. He's like, man, let's put icon in it. So we icon. I'm like, cool. So I, I did research. I was just looking around the whole night. I called Zerk the next day and said, Zerk, I got the name. The icon of cat. And he's like, man, that's it. I like I love that name. I fucking yeah. love that name. I ain't gonna lie. I love that fucking. Name. I love the logo too. But yeah. I love that shit. I love that shit. It, it, it went from there, man. Really, we just we just jumped in the wall head first to see. You know, we, I, 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 I did a lot in my life. I dive in first and see if it don't work. I try something else because I never failed. It was like a lesson learned. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But it, it this Icon Academy it took off, man. You know, everybody been liking it. We've been getting nothing but good feedback on it. It was just something that Zerk came up with, and I help him execute it. Hey, man, because y'all, y'all make the city look good with that. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not even telling you this because you on my platform, but y'all, like, I'm a fan of it. You know, I, I'm definitely a fan of it. And I was, I would go on record to say that, you know, I, I'm saying I look up to what y'all doing from what I'm doing right now. Cause y'all are icons in this game. You guys are legendary, and I'm saying in the city of Memphis to us, like we we put y'all on that pedestal. So you know, I, while I got you here right now, I want to say thank you, thank mm-hmm. you for everything you contribute to this Memphis rap scene. Like, thank mm-hmm. you, man. Thank you, like, thank you, people like DJ Zert. Thank yeah. you, to people like MC Mac. Like, thank you to people like Miscellaneous. Thank you to our uh, Nasty Nato, everyone who's contributed to this. It's Memphis hip hop culture and made it what it uh, what it is now. And shout out to all the youngest is out here doing it, putting on for the city also too. Like salute to y'all. Like I'm I'm proud. I'm proud to say that you know what I'm saying I'm from Memphis. Like I'm proud to say that you know I'm, I'm comforted. I'm born and raised out of Orange Mound. So yeah. I'm, I'm proud of that man. Um, now the versus battle between you and MC Mac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good one, man. Yes, it was. It definitely I, was. I had I, I had wanted to do that. You know, I got the versus battle from you know we saw the other versus battle or the, the big one. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like Memphis need that. Yes, we did. We got our own legends. We got our own artists in Memphis that, that we got enough to do it. So at first, I reached out to a lot of artists. Nobody wanted to do it. I asked Skinny Pimp. I asked everybody. They want to do a versus battle. Nope. 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 And I asked Skinny one day. Skinny said, "Man, I gotta see it first. I said, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a versus battle first. I'm going to find me an opponent, and I'm going to do a versus battle. And I'm going to have that jump just like I thought it was going to be. I'm going to have it right. So when they see it, they're going to want to do it. So I said, I'm going to versus MC Mac. I did the flyers. I did every motherfucking thing. I did, I did all that shit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I film it. I edit it. I, I get the spot to do it. I do all that shit. I even pick the battles and everything. You me? So I said, look, I'm going to battle MC Mac and I'm going to make that shit fire. When they see and it, I'm going to do it. You and did that. And I did it. And the sound was good. It looked it good. We was on point. We was entertaining. We was we was take, we take took people back to the 90s with them songs we was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to do it now. Uh, everybody hitting you up now. Everybody, I, I want to get, I want to do it now. Yes, man. For sure, man. So I'm like, then I hit the Icon Academy podcast. So everybody already been seeing me on the internet doing my interviews and talking about, you know, putting people up on game and stuff. So they was like, man, see, I want to do it. And I'm like, cool, man. Everybody was hitting me up, man. Everybody was fucking hitting me up to do versus battle. I'm talking about even so unknown motherfuckers. <laughs> my brother, them. <laughs> I'm talking about motherfuckers you ain't heard of in Memphis. I'm like, man, who the fuck is you? Who you ain't nobody want to do <laughs> Like what is you got? 
songs you got. You got two songs, bro. You feel me? But yeah, everybody was hitting me up, man. For real. And that versus battle, that shit, uh, it made history, man. I think it made history. Man, I, I can remember watching it and like anytime y'all have one now, I think the only one I probably missed, I didn't watch live. I had to go back and watch it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, what was it, Tom Ski Mask one? I think that's the only yeah. one I didn't get the chance to catch. Yeah, Tom Ski and uh, uh, Lenore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them guys, man. Two of my real good my partners, man. Yeah, shout out to them legends, man. Shout yeah, out to them legends. Them, man. For real, they know it's number love, man. I really appreciate them coming through and doing that for me, man. Because I've, I've been, I had reached out to them guys. I was like, man, this would be a good one. Because I, you know, I'm, I came up in the Memphis era, so I know all these people, you know. What yeah, I'm and I always been a cool dude. So all these rappers fuck with Z Dog, man. I thank God for that, man. I thank God that I ain't got no enemies out here in Memphis. If I do, I don't know about it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't told you so. I, I just always did myself, man. I treat people how I want to be treated. I always been that one, that one cool dude, man. You feel me? So when I reached out to these guys, it was like, yeah, dog, I do it, man. I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, cause with the stuff that you uh been putting out lately, like mm -hmm. I, I I fuck with it. Like, was it bye bye hater? Mm -hmm. Stop playing with me. How did uh how did stop playing when we come back with Nationano? Man, uh, doing that versus battle, I was on. Then he heard he heard one of my songs I did too. I think I did a song called Amazing. Uh, he liked that song too. And like, man, what do you, he like? I need. I put him on my CD first. Mm -hmm. that, uh, cause me and Nas got a song we just did. It's not out yet. It's been a great drop in April. It's as tight as hell, man. Real nice. But you know, I just reached out to him after the versus battle. Like, man, I want. I got a song I want to get you on. And we just went from there, man, did it. Damn, man. It's not real good, man. That's not on my, I fuck with him, man. He showed up at my studio, man. We we made it happen, man. Hey, shout out to the legendary Nasty Nato. Like. Yeah, man, for real. Y'all wait out. y'all heard this. I'll uh, slow it down. Okay. It's a banger. And we video to it, man. All right. Now, with... Cause it, it, it's it's safe to say that you you're not slowing down anytime soon. You still got a lot going, man. You still got a lot going. Um, how did the idea for the uh, the rap off uh, start? Like, how did that come about? Uh, this this guy named Cody Cross, man, came to me with an idea, and I I you know I told him I make shit happen. I make shit happen, man. We all make it happen. Yeah, I do. So they said, my, I got this idea, Z Dog, about the rap offs. He was trying to tell me a lot about it. I was like tweaking. I was tweaking it a little. I was like, yeah, let's make it happen. See, he had, he asked Tom Ski to do it first, and Tom Ski didn't do it. So he's like, I'm gonna ask you, Z Dog. I ask you and see what you say. So I'm like, right, let's do it. I can film it. I can edit it. I got the spot we can do it at. I can do all that shit. I can even host the motherfucker. You feel me? So. I just made his dream come true, man. Something that he really wanted to do, I made it come true. And I made that shit better than, I took that shit to another level than he ever thought it was going to be. You feel me? I got I got five judges. I got out here and got some great artists. Mm -hmm. I just took it to another level because I try to keep my shit at high standard no matter what the fuck I do. So, I can't do shit like that, and I've been doing like Zan Z all shit look fucked up. Man, he been rapping for twenty something years. Man, his shit still, still ain't in HD. Man, his sound still ain't good. Man, no, nah, you ain't gonna say none of that shit about my shit. Cause yeah. I'm gonna make sure my shit on top notch. I, you know, try to be. It ain't gonna be. You know, I'm gonna try to keep it up. There. You know what I'm saying? So I just I, I went and did the rap offs, man, and. It, you know, it's been doing real good, man. It's been doing real good. Every time, man, I shout out. Yeah, I just had three. I watched that one. I, I was, I was, uh, I was at work, and then I'm leaving work. I mm -hmm. still got it. I had still had it playing live. I'm coming from work. I'm headed to the crib, and I was like, okay, okay, they still going. They still going. Like, mm -hmm. I love that shit. I, I fucking love it, that shit. Man. Sixteen artists. I give away five hundred dollars. And I give away a championship belt I got made, custom made. It says mm -hmm. the, oh, the Memphis rap off and have a champion on it. And, and I give it I give I give it to the person that wins. Also, mm -hmm. shout out to you for winning uh was it slept most slept on artists this year? I, I keep it in the studio. 
Yes, yes, yes. Congrats, brother. Congrats. 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 Man, I appreciate that. I, I really feel like I should have been and got one, but it's all great. You know, it's cool. Hey, you got it, man. You got yeah. it. You deserve it. You deserve yeah. it. You deserve it, man. You deserve it, man. Now, what is, what's next for z Dog coming up for 2021 uh, and, you know, for the future? Major shit, man. I got some real majors. I always say this. My future is brighter than my past. I always say that. Shout out to my nigga Tiny Man, Mr. Tiny Man, man. Gotta shout out to my dad, man. That's one of my best friends now, too, man. Because I got grown and shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Me and Tiny Man is working on this movie, man, called uh, Always the Movie. Ooh. Man, like you know, Tiny Man got an album out called Always. It's a taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it yeah. on your uh, website. Yeah, we got, a, we got a CD called Always, and we doing a movie to this CD. And we've been working on it for like a month and a half now. We, matter of fact, we, we filmed some more this weekend. But I got this movie coming out, and me and Tiny Man got a tape finished drop in Germany on, on April the 2nd. It's coming out in Germany, man. It's always two. Now, this tape sound like 96, and I swear it's bumping like a motherfucker, bro. This yes, tape, everybody try to get their hands on this tape. If you love Memphis rap music, man, from back in the days and shit, this is the tape you need to get get because we did this in 2021, but mm -hmm. it's like '96, but upgraded. Me and Tiny Man, me and him make good music together, man. Yeah, that's what I'm Real. talking about. That's we what I'm talking about. Now, man, uh, I got a new album, and I think me and Skinny gonna do an album this year. I'm just telling everybody on your show. Me and Skinny Pimp is going to do an album together, man. Skinny Pimp and z Doll, man. It's going to be like six, seven songs, but it's going to be hard as hell. This chick, it's going to be six, seven songs, sound like 20 songs. Because yeah, we, we already know y'all going to come with that fire, man. Like, yeah, so for sure. Now, before we, uh, I'm saying, before we get out of here, I want to know, um, once it's all said and done for z Dog, how would z Dog? Want his legacy to be remembered, his his musical uh, legacy. I was a hardworking motherfucker. I'm hardworking, and I put my all into it. I put my all into it, and this right here, I always put out positive. I always put out the positive vibes, man. You feel me? For real, for real. And they gonna know me, man, for being versatile, a versatile artist, man. It don't sound the same. On all his tracks and putting that work in, man, and I make shit happen. And that's that's like the perfect fucking answer. I want to say thank you and big salutes to you, OG, for I'm saying you didn't have to do this. Thank you for taking your time out to uh, I'm saying get up with me, man. Mm -hmm. I highly appreciate it, uh, man. Hey, you got my connect. Anything you need promoted or anything like that. If you uh have any artists, you know what I'm saying they need an interview or anything like that, man. Hey, my platform is always open for you, man. I like to thank you, OG. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. My sons, man. My my uh, Rick. He rap. I want all the song, man. In college, man. You chat, man. Zachary. I want shout to my youngest son, Xander, man. He, he got his YouTube channel. He's six years old. He got his called the Xander Man and I want I want to give a big shout out to my wife man because you know that's that's my temple right there that's who that's who they see me with every day if you're gonna see me with my wife or you're gonna see me with my sons you feel me because that's who I hang that's my that's my gang right there yeah so I gotta give my gang a shout out man I can't leave without giving my gang a shout out man man uh let the people know where to find you at on social media and your uh your direct website where they can get your music and your merchandise man you can hit me up on facebook man uh zeric mcgord man d-e-r-r-i-c-k just type that in i'm gonna come up you know so i got my own website zdog.com yes d-o-g-g.com which my wife built there because my wife is the best programmer in memphis and uh uh, you, you can find me on IG, man. Z Dog 4R. Z D O G G 4R. Just type that in here, man. You know, I'm all on the internet, man. Just type in Z Dog. If you type Z Dog in Z Dash D O G G, you gonna find me. You gotta put that dash in the dough. He definitely gonna pop up, man. Well, man, thank you, OG, for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And like I said, my platform is always open, man. 
respect you, Jay. Man. I really do, man. Because I just told this stuff. I never even told nobody about. Nobody never asked me how did I start with skinny pimp. That's crazy. Like as long as you've been doing this, I'm really shocked that no one has never asked you that before. They probably asked me in the hood. Most of my on a platform like this, nobody never asked me that. Even I, on, even on my podcast, nobody even asked me that. Hey, just like you asked me, say, like, hey. Do you, like, have you done your research? Like, have you like? Do you know like, what have I've done? I like trust me. I've done my research. I, I've done my research. So like, I I, I can't. I made sure I came correct. A lot of people think I just popped up out the blue doing some shit, but they just don't know I've been doing it for a minute. I mean, they might. You know what I'm saying they might think because you. I'm saying you look young and stuff like yeah. that. You're a new artist and thinking mm -hmm. that you just popped up out the blue. Like, nah, my guy. I'm saying this man has been putting it down for a very long I time. Got my Clothing line I'm promoting too, man. It's called Z Archie, man. It's, it's called Z Archie Clothing, man. Let me show it to you right quick. I'm promoting my new clothing line. So this oh, is yeah. I saw it on your IG. Hell this yeah. Clothing line is going to take me to another level too, man. Z Archie Clothing. I got it for the ladies too. I know you can't see that white on white Z Archie, but I got it on my hands, man. You know, I've been promoting this, man. You know, I, I'm just trying to stay relevant and I'm just trying to keep some shit going, Jay. Man, I, I I feel you. I feel you, man. Y'all make sure y'all go hit Z Dog. Y'all go get the merch. Y'all go get the music. Y'all go follow him on uh, social media. Mm -hmm. And y'all make sure y'all keep in tune with this brother got going on because he has a lot more in store for y'all, man. But okay. yes, the legendary Z Dog on the platform today. I'm JJ Moss, and we are out. For sure, for sure.